This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Hello there and thank you for downloading this Property Today podcast from the 7th of November. As ever, I was joined in the studio by the wolf of real estate. Mohanad Alwadir was here taking all of your property-related questions. And we also turned our attention to all the real estate stories hitting the headlines, including those rising interest rates. Plus, we discussed the importance of property inspections with the expert Ihab Farid. He's the CEO of GTA Inspectors. And Mohanad explained why it's important to get your property professionally examined. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Hello there. Welcome back to the programme. It is time for us to discuss all of those real estate stories that have been hitting the headlines over the last weekend because it is time for Property Today. And as ever, I, well, actually this time I'm joined in the studio by the wolf of real estate, Mohanad Awadia, fresh back from his holiday. Hello. Hi, Georgia. Good to be back. It's lovely to have you back. And you bought us treats. You went to Turkey. And guess what Mohanad bought us as a treat? It was very kind. Turkish delights. I'm so sorry about all the extra calories in well, advance. Well, I... I, I <laughs> You'll see me in a week and you'll be like, wow, Georgia. You, you, you and Andrew will be like, yeah, you know, really, three <laughs> really big. chubby checkers coming in. And you'll be like, had a good week. And I'll be like, yes, I ate a lot of your presents. Thank you very much indeed. Literally, it's one bite and then run for 300 kilometers, isn't yeah, it? But they're, they're worth it. It's really good. It is really good stuff. So thank you very much. And, ha- and what else did you do in Istanbul? Did you do um, a lot of tourist yes, stuff? I, I actually did a bit of the tourist uh, uh, touristic stuff, but I also was looking for real estate. And very soon we're opening an office there. So <laughs> I, Hang ha- on a I, had, I had to work a little bit there. And we did the show as well last we, week. We online. did the show, which was fantastic. We did it on Teams. I don't think anyone listening in their car would have noticed, yeah. which is fantastic. Amazing internet connection. True. But but this was meant to be the first holiday you'd taken in two years. And now yes. you're talking about opening a new office in Istanbul. It's, it's, uh, I couldn't resist it. I mean, it's so beautiful. The people's respect and love. As soon as I arrived there, a lot of real estate developers were getting in touch with me. I had to go see a few projects. I actually own a few properties there. But uh, the news about the office uh, just came up in one of the you know meetings I had. And I think it's it's very interesting because there is a lot of demand from both sides. A lot of people want to come to Dubai, as we've seen in 2022. It's been the destination for real estate. And also there are a lot of people who travel to Turkey and they like it and they want to invest there. Plus there are mega developers. One of the most beautiful developments I've seen there were for developers from the UAE. So there is a lot of collaborations there. How about as an individual, would you recommend just going to buy a sort of two-bedroom apartment in, in the center um, of town? As an individual, Individual, if you want a holiday home, yes, but I always think as an investor. So I always think of the returns. Um, the, like I would recommend people buying in the outer rings uh, for investment or the developing areas. There are amazing deals. In the center of Istanbul, there are great opportunities for people who want it as a holiday home. But just make sure you buy like a uh, hotel apartment, a serviced apartment, because then they can give it to the hotel to manage it. And when they want to use it, they can just go there and use it for the, you know, the holiday and you period. get more of a sort of guaranteed income in that context. Yes, and it's it's well managed as well because it's not a bit not like Dubai because here we have a lot of you know quality service providers which assures that you know you can give it to a property manager they'll take care of it. 
Whereas there, it, you're better off with a holiday operator, like a hotel operator, rather than give it to a service provider. Okay, interesting yeah. stuff. There, I mean, I like the fact that we're using your holiday as a sort of yeah, yeah, a, learn- yeah. <laughs> a learning, a learning, a learning opportunity there, uh, about the market. It's a very interesting market, very interesting dynamics. Okay, so now the other thing that everyone has been talking about this week, of course, has been rising interest rates, which of course means higher mortgage rates. Now, a new report suggests that as a consequence of these rising rates, uh, more property buyers in Dubai are starting to sign up for these developer-backed payment deals rather than go for a mortgage. Now, what is a developer-backed payment deal? These are very simply payment plan options that are offered by the developers directly without having to go through bank mortgages or loans. So basically, developers are starting to offer, and they have been doing this for a while now, for um, like a few years ago, they started offering uh, buyers to come and pay in installments. Uh, part of it will be during construction and then a very small period post handover after they move in, like the shorter period. Very few options in Dubai would offer you actual rent to own, which is basically you live in it. It's not under construction and you pay over, let's say, three, four, five, six. Some of them go up to seven years, Georgia. Uh, ready properties, you pay over seven years, but without having to take any loans from any bank. It's basically financed from the developer themselves. Oh, wow. So I was going to ask you, so what are the interest rates set by the developers? But it's not that model at all. It's no, completely and different. Even, but it comes with a premium. Like you have to pay a little bit more. For example, uh, I'll just mention an, an actual uh, uh, property which is or a project which is uh, in uh, Dubai Land Residence, which is part of uh, Dubai Properties as a master developer. One of the developers there, they're offering apartments that start from around 500,000 dirhams for a one-bedroom. They're ready. Uh, some of them are uh, vacant, some of them are rented, and you end up paying over seven years installments. The price for these units, granted, will be a bit higher than paying cash. But this is the norm. But the good thing is you will not be under the mercy of the increasing interest rates. So it's a fixed payment. Let's say it's actually it's 500,000 dirhams. Mm-hmm. Uh, inclusive of everything, and you pay it over seven years. That's great. I mean, I have to say right now that the rising interest rates are pretty much everyone's preoccupation if you own a property. Certainly, uh, my husband and I are sending out back every single dirham we can to pay. That's a good option because with a stronger dirham, uh, especially if you're from uh, the UK or Europe, with the change in currency and devaluation there, it's a great opportunity for people to settle down their debt. If they have any mortgages there, it's really advisable to actually close it uh, right away. Well, that brings me to the second story, because uh, with interest rates rising everywhere in the world, particularly in some countries where people here are investing. So obviously, the UK is very popular, specifically London, Correct. is a very popular market for Middle East investors. Um, but it is, is it a good time to be investing there when you're seeing UK interest rates rising so quickly? Because I presume if you're going to buy a property in the UK, you use a UK loan to do that? Look, if you're taking a loan, no, it's not a great option. If you're buying cash, yes, especially if you work here uh, in the UAE because of the stronger dollar and the dirham is pegged to the dollar. So it's, it's, it makes sense. But if you're going to go to the UK to take a loan to buy a property there or invest there, now no. is not the right, it's not the right thing to do, I would say. But if you have a loan existing right now in the UK and you're working here, yes, use your money that's stronger now to settle it down so you don't uh, you avoid or prevent yourself from paying more uh, interest as it, it continues to increase. Yeah, I mean, lots of rumours are suggesting that interest rates in the UK could go as high as 6%, which is a mind-numbing number considering yeah. what we've had over the last two decades. And yet, in the past, it's nothing compared to what it was. Uh, co- correct. I think we're living in a very exceptional times right now. And 
it's only like this is a fact. It's going to continue to rise until the overall global inflation settles down a little bit. This is why central banks keep increasing interest rates. They're trying to curb the uh, rising prices and inflation all over the world. Okay, let's turn our attention a little bit closer to home because Sharjah has updated its real estate laws. Mm -hmm. The suggestion is that they now provide a clear pathway on on inheritance rights related to freehold property. It's inheritance, but the bigger story, Georgia, is that now expats from all nationalities can finally own freehold property in Sharjah. Uh, historically, until very recently, it used to be only for GCC nationals, uh, UAE and GCC nationals, and Arab expats with a special permission. But now it has opened up to all nationalities, just like we have in Dubai, um, and they have their own regulations. But part of it is the inheritance, because now you own it 100%. It's not, uh, it used to be a leasehold with 100 years, but now it's going to become, or it became already, 100% freehold ownership, which is great news. I'm expecting uh, more demand to start shifting towards Sharjah. It's a great city that offers a very unique lifestyle. So um, this is great news for a lot of people who were living in Sharjah and they like Sharjah. Now they can actually own 100% uh, properties in Sharjah. Is that everywhere in Sharjah? No, only in the designated freehold areas, okay. which are for the main master developments in Sharjah. Uh, so um uh, the, the likes uh, the developers like uh, al jada for example al mamsha al zahia all of these projects will benefit from this uh, decree and what type of properties are popular in in sharjah you know are there beachfront apartments like here in in dubai um uh, n- not really, but they, they have properties like that. But the master developers I mentioned earlier, they have their own unique lifestyle. They're master developments, so they offer a mixed-use uh, lifestyle. So they have residential, they have uh, office, retail, uh, they have hospitality assets like hotel apartments. So you have the same mix you know, that you will have in some of the well-known developments here in Dubai. Uh, in fact, Al-Mamsha, for example, reminds me a lot of City Walk here in Dubai. It's a beautiful community that... Um, has mid-rise uh, buildings, modern, with uh, very nice uh, retail. But the nice thing about it is that you don't have uh, cars on the upper uh, level. So it's only pedestrian-friendly. Uh, so all cars will be underneath it. So it's very safe also for kids, for families. Uh, so they have their own unique projects. Uh, uh, Al-Jada is a beautiful also uh, development, fully mixed-use. They have... Uh, uh, part of it uh, designed by Zaha Hadid. They have uh, hotels wow. uh, from Amar there. So it's a nice development as well. And Zahia is a collaboration between uh, the late Majid Al-Futaim or the Majid Al-Futaim group and Sharjah government. So they all have very unique um, you know, uh, things to offer. But the big story here is that now people can own freehold property in, in Sharjah, which is Great news, I think, for the Emirate of Sharjah. Really interesting stuff. <laughs> uh, amazing to think about how, you know, we could see a, a building boom in Sharjah, just like we're seeing right here in Dubai yeah. as well. Because, I mean, all we need is, I, I have to say, I sat in traffic last night on my way to Sharjah for quite a long time. Yes. So all we need now is a, is a decent metro line between Sharjah and Dubai. I, I think this problem will continue uh, until, uh, you know, the we have more affordable houses here in Dubai. Uh, we have a shortage of affordable housing. And that's why a lot of people commute daily to come to work in Dubai, but they cannot afford to live in it. So they have to commute back. Mm. And this is mainly the main cause of the traffic between Sharjah and uh, 
uh, actually Northern Emirates and Dubai because yeah. a lot of people want to work here but they cannot afford to live here yet. Absolutely. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Okay there, welcome back to the Agenda. Welcome back to Property Today. Welcome to Mahanad Awadir, the wolf of real estate who has stayed with us in the studio. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> and uh, welcome to Ihab Farid, who is our guest for the next 10 minutes or so. Uh, he is the CEO of a company called GTA Inspectors. They do exactly what they say on the tin, essentially. They do property inspection. Uh, and it's a great pleasure to have you in the studio, Ihab. Thank you Thank for you joining so much. us. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Happy uh, to have you here, uh, Ihab. Thank you so much. Uh, can I uh, kick in with a question? Excellent. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, I th- I'm very excited to have you here uh, today. I think Thanks it's a topic a that uh, definitely needs more attention in the Dubai property market. I always say property inspection equals uh, uh, investment protection. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, it is. so it I want to start by maybe asking you to define for us and for the listeners, what does it involve? Uh, you know, what, what should I expect when okay. I appoint so, a property inspector? So just inspector? to start from the basics, so what is property inspection? Because yes. I'm sure a lot of the listeners probably doesn't even know what heard the about is, yeah. the service. But this is a very common service in the Western world, specifically in North America. Yeah. But basically, as the, the, the words or the name implies, we are offering services in the real estate transaction. So it can be offered to the buyers, to even the seller before listing their properties, to commercial properties, and so on and so forth. And the whole idea is to get a snapshot of the condition of the property at a certain point of time. And I'm stressing saying a snapshot at a certain point of time because this is not a contracting work. We're not guaranteeing the future performance of the building. But before you buy a property, we tell you that this is the condition so you know what you're getting yourself into. Why it's important? Because part of what we check is things related to electrical safety, for instance. So the safety of the occupant that will be moving into the property. You may need to make sure that it's uh, it's uh, protected, Correct. as well as any major defects that will impact the value of the property. So, but let me just clarify also, you don't just cover uh, like a specific or general outlook. You actually go into the details. Oh, so it's mechanical, electrical, plumbing, uh, absolutely. overall condition. Absolutely. I'll, I'll summarize it uh, very easily. Yeah. for you here. So we do two diff- or three different types of inspection. From a residential standpoint, it can be a resale home, so an old home, which is very important because this is where you find a lot of issues and maybe mold infestation, maybe uh, yeah. termite infestation and so on. And yes, we have termite in the UAE. Yes, People think do. that it's a North American yeah, yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, so that's for resale and for pre-handover of newly sold property f- directly from the developer. Now, The difference between them, I'll tell you what we cover mainly, but the difference is the cosmetic part. When it comes to resale, take cosmetic out because there is a normal wear and tear that is expected with the property, so we don't touch that. Mm -hmm. However, in both, what we do is, in simple term, MEP inspection, which is mechanical, electrical, and plumbing, and structural. So MEP, mechanical, is the air condition, not only just seeing if the air condition working and cooling and the control panels are working properly or not or whatever. No, we dig deeper, as Mohanad mentioned. And we look at the ducting system embedded inside the ceiling. Do we have air leaks or not? Because air leaks will cause condensation. Condensation will cause moisture. Moisture can cause mold. And these are not shown on the surface at a certain point in time until it's too late when you see the mold on the surface, meaning that it's already infested. The E is electrical, electrical safety, as I mentioned. Then P is a plumbing. Yeah. 
anything related to plumbing. And again, water pressure. Do we have a proper slope for the base of the shower so the water is not accumulated on the side, which causes moisture damage and so on and so forth? Anything related to plumbing water leak, we scan the entire property with infrared camera to make sure that there's no water leaks and so on and so forth. And the structure, which is the most important part if we have any major structural defects. You just scared the life out of me because I now know all the things that can go wrong if I buy a property. Is it, um, if you're going to buy a property here and you're going to get a mortgage as a residential sort of scenario, I'm going to go buy a villa in Arabian Ranches. Is it, am I legally required to get one of these building inspection reports in order to get a mortgage or is it optional? No, it's optional. And even in North America, it's optional. It's never been mandated. However, the difference between the UAE or Middle East in general and North America, let's say that in North America, it's just in the in the minds of people. I would say rough figure, I don't have any basis for it, but 95% of anybody putting an offer to purchase a property, it has to go with a condition upon inspection and finance if they're getting a mortgage. Meaning that, yes, I'll buy it, provided that the bank will give me the money and provided that I'll get a satisfactory inspection report. Here, it's the same in this country. People started to get this into their mind, but it's not mandatory yeah. anywhere in the world. I, I just want to add something. I think there is a major problem that we have here in the Dubai property market, which is that most of these uh, inspection reports are done by people who are unqualified. It's done by mostly brokers. So very rarely they go to professional licensed inspectors to conduct this service. And in my opinion, this is a very big mistake. You're paying millions of dirhams and then you come and bring a broker who's inexperienced, doesn't have the know-how or the technical uh, knowledge to actually help you in protecting your investment. And do people do that because it's cheaper? Is it quite expensive to get a property, I, I a proper think it's, property by the way, report? I'll let uh, you have answer. Yeah. It's not it's not that expensive. He can tell you more about it. But, I mean, but the, people do it because they don't know that there are professional First of all, inspectors. they don't know. <laughs> and sometimes, yes, I don't want to do the investment, although sometimes people doesn't go through the math. I, I made it to the, yeah. the, a point before in, in one other interview. If, if, if I really told you the percentage that you pay for property inspection to make sure that your property that you are investing in is proper. Doesn't have does, termites in it. I mean, <laughs> doesn't have termites in it. Yeah. Uh, we're talking fraction and I'm not yeah. exaggerating if I say 0.1 to 0.5, let's say, percentage of your investment value. Rough figure, a villa, 3 million, uh, for instance, you pay 3,000 there. So do the math. See? It's, wow. It's yeah. 0.1%. And so is it that the brokers are kind of suggesting that they can do it for free, but you're just not getting the same level of of examination? Not anywhere near. Uh, it's a whole different. Yeah. The, so the type of companies that offer it is either, as Mohan mentioned, the real estate guys. They are not technical. They just look at the property. They, they open the they water. They just do yes, the it's cosmetic working, whatever. The cosmetic stuff, stuff yeah. right? Or you have now we are faced with some other type of companies that offer this was contractors. And contractors for us, because we belong to the largest association in the world, Internachi, as Mohammed was belonging to it as well at one point in time, (laughs) um, we are not allowed to even offer a referral for a contractor because of conflict of interest. I cannot inspect with my right hand and offer to repair with my left hand. But here, you can imagine if a contractor, yes, because he's a contractor, they have some experience on a building, doesn't mean that it's a whole different study by itself as a certificate and so on. 
You are listening to Property Today on the Agenda on Dubai Eye 103.8. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Okay, you are listening to Property Today on the Agenda. Georgia Tolly here alongside uh, the wolf of real estate, Mohanad Alwadir, who's stuck with us. We are focusing this week on the importance of property inspections. Uh, joined in the studio by Ehab Farid. He is the CEO of GTA Inspectors. Absolutely fascinating conversation we're having with Ehab. Thank you so much for staying with us. We were just going to go for six minutes, but there's too much to talk about, isn't yes, there, Yes, there are so many topics to cover. There's so um, many questions. Uh, Ehab, thank you again for being with You're us. Welcome, it's ma'am. a very, very important and dear uh, topic to me personally, property mm-hmm. inspection. I think we need to do a lot of awareness about this topic. Sure. Um, uh, what I want to talk about right now is for the listeners, uh, what kind of services you can offer them and at what stage? For example, you mentioned at the handover of a new property. Yeah, That's absolutely. something that we all should take into consideration. 100%. Uh, also, you mentioned when somebody is uh, buying a property, mm-hmm. it's like buying a used car. Used you car have to and you're not expect- inspecting right? it. Absolutely. You have to inspect it properly. But what else? For example, uh, I've heard about cases where uh, uh, people are uh, disputing, for example, the size of the property. Yeah. Uh, or maybe if you talk to us about the warranties with contractors sure. or the DLP, if you can just shed more sure. light so, about this. So as you rightly mentioned, so the main services that we offer is for a pre-handover. So basically we represent the client to go and receive the unit from the developer, issue a report, send it back to the developer and saying rectify these things before I get the key, basically. And how long does it usually take? Uh, for like, the developer to Yes, from your experience. Yeah, for the developers to come Thir- back and fix these. Uh, uh, usually, each developer have a, a like yeah. a, a, a certain time frame, but uh, without mentioning specific name, yeah. majority of the big ones will tell you 30 days. 30 days. However, in reality, but this is a standard time frame that they give. But sometimes we go to a property and there's not a major thing that I know that if they got a plumber, an electrician, and a drywaller, they, they can fix it in a couple of days. But because they have, you know, a, a queue basically, so they give 30 days. And typically you go again and re-inspect we it. do re-inspection as I always advise the client wait until we see the inspection because mm. the price of re-inspection does not change it's not like a package if we yeah. hire us for inspection re-inspection from the beginning it will be ch- it's the same yeah. but I'm saying save your money and let's wait because hypothetically if I walked into a property hypothetically yes. never happened and I find nothing and it's flawless you paid for something that you don't need me for Correct. so I would say wait for the inspection report if you find some complicated stuff that requires specialized equipment or expertise, yes, we'll go back. And by the way, the price will be this much. Usually it's between 50 and 70 percent of the original value that they paid. Okay, so how about I found this beautiful villa that I want to buy on the palm. Somebody donated me millions of dirhams uh, to do it. And (laughs) and I'm like, okay, well, I'm spending that much money. I definitely need to get a property inspector in. You come round, you look at it and you're like, no, 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 no. There are termites everywhere. Can't do it. There's termites everywhere. How often do you actually then in- result? How often does that actually result in me, the buyer, going, "Sorry, I'm not going to buy your you're property." You're walking away. I'm walking away. You're termite so, infested. Yeah. So basically, you're asking, "What are the things that could be a that deal could, breaker?" What, what, yeah. yeah. What, what what could be the issues? So so basically, any. Um, I'll, I'll tell you the the the. the First of all, to kill a deal, this is not an everyday event, right? Okay. So out of uh, thousands of inspectors, 
less than maybe 3% of deals that had been killed. And I have to emphasize that we never tell the client, don't buy. We yeah. don't give real estate. This is, we leave it to, the, to the real right. estate guys, <laughs> yeah. right? We, <laughs> we give them a, a, a very technical report. We explain it to them and let them take the call. But we know that the report will probably lead them to walking away. So back to your question, Georgia, what can you know get you to walk out is termite infestation. We see that quite often, especially in villas and, again, in specific spots in the UAE. Um, mold infestation, if it's beyond being repairable or it's a hectic, you need to take out all the drywall and whatever because it's infested badly because it has been ignored. Yep. Um, uh, the structural issues, structural, this is the, probably the most significant issue that people usually they fear out because if I find a structural crack due to settlement, any property, villa specifically, like standalone, will settle. The foundation will settle at one point in time and there are differential settlement between the footing. So there are some cracks is still allowable from a civil engineering perspective, but sometimes it's much bigger than what is allowed by the trade. And therefore, you find a crack in a column or a reinforced concrete beam. And these are the things that if they ask me, I would say walk away. You can solve it. They can do epoxy injections, whatever. But sometimes they need to expose the foundation and dig around the home or whatever. So why do you want to get yourself into this? So they walk away, look for, for another property, basically. Ehab, what about uh, the listeners who are tenants? Mm-hmm. It's very common to have a condition report done yes. at move in and move out. Yes. So what do you tell them? What kind of tips do you, do you give uh, tenants or landlords uh, when it comes to the condition report for their property? Or is this something that you also offer? We uh, offer condition report. Yes, sometimes yeah. we do it. Not, not much, to it's be honest. It's not as detailed but as the… most of the time, it's for those landlords that, uh, you know, they are really worried about their property being… Uh, you know, uh, uh, abused abused by the tenant. So <laughs> yes. they bring us to take, uh, again, a report of the condition of the property before the tenant moves in yeah. so that they can have an evidence when they move out whether they deduct from the security deposit or yes. not. So let me ask you, is this something that you also offer, for example, when it, as preparation for any legal dispute? Because a lot, a lot of times the yeah. legal issues may arise and they need an expert certification from... Absolutely, uh, yeah. absolutely. But the, the majority of the cases that we get, and unfortunately it's becoming more than we wish for these days, is yeah. that people getting a property, hiring a contractor yeah. to do the fit out, and the contractor screwed up. Mm. We've seen some scary stuff you cannot imagine. No, I can't. Privately, I'll send you some. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Beyond belief. Actually, it's on our LinkedIn page. But I'll tell you one thing. Yes. I've seen it myself. And yeah. it was in a very big development, very known here. I'm not going to mention name. But yeah. the guy brought a contractor. And the contractor screwed up. And the guy is trying to keep up with him until a certain point. That said, you know, stop the work. I don't want wow. you to continue. So we went because he went to the RERAT. RERAT told him that you need to get an inspection report to yeah. go to take the guy to court. We went. Scary. I've never seen like this. Water leakage was coming out of the electrical panels. Oh, my God. Ooh. Water leak Even from the electrical panel. That is bad. Yeah, it's safety really bad. issues. Of course. Uh, I, I, I've seen leaks from walls in the gap between the floor and the wall in bathrooms. And it's all marble. The guy, unfortunately, he spent a lot of money. But all the 
bones of the work is crap. Yeah. So the water leaking, it's like Niagara Falls coming out of the <laughs> joint at the bottom. You cannot imagine. And, and I have another question. You use a lot of tools as well. It's of not course. just uh, no, the eyes. Yeah, I always say property inspectors now. have X-ray vision. This is what differentiates them because yeah. you have the right tools and technology. Absolutely. And, yeah, There's tools. a lot of things. There's a, we use state-of-the-art infrared um, yes. cameras, for instance, to see things that we cannot see by yeah. the naked yeah. eye. It will show us any leaks, any moisture meters, a lot of stuff. Amazing. It's been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much. I'm afraid we've got to stop now. There's been, there's all, clearly we could revisit this subject <laughs> at course, some stage, Mahanas. Absolutely fascinating. Thank you so much You're for joining welcome. us. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. Farid, CEO much. of GTA Inspectors. A pleasure to have you in the studio. Thank you, Thank you very much. much. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Joined in the studio, as always, by Mohamed Awadir, the wolf of real estate. With pleasure. He is here. <laughs> this is his chance. We haven't got long. Oh, actually, we've got a few minutes, which is good. Yeah, we've got yeah. five minutes. And by the way, as I promised last week, I sent voice messages to everyone you sent me. So if, if I you... I sent you loads last yeah, week. If we, if we don't answer anybody today, please don't get upset. Just send them across and I will send you proper uh, voice recorded messages with proper answers amazing that that intimacy that one-on-one you don't get you don't get free advice like that from anyone in here in dubai i'm telling you uh, okay so somebody called rs has got in touch with a with a serious concern saying there's major construction going on on the adjacent plot to my house in some ways this involves a a massive metal ball being dropped by a large crane every two to three minutes apart from the noise and disturbance this exercise is causing tremors and we're worried about hairline craps that could worsen to structural damage in our villa, which we own. What can we do about this? Um, I, first of all, I feel bad for them. I know how bad it, uh, the situation could be. Uh, I have a few things to say here. First, um, my advice to anybody who's listening, make sure when you want to buy a property, make sure you buy it in a proper community governed by a master developer that has what we call uh, development control regulations. So, Typically, uh, a good master developer, and I mentioned like uh, Dubai Properties, Miras, Amar, these big master developers, they will have very clear guidelines for construction. So if you buy a plot, they make sure that they give you a time frame to build. You have to abide by the design regulations, the construction timings, uh, so that you don't disturb your neighbors. Like only construction can work or be done within specific hours. So they protect uh, people. Um, uh, if there are any concerns about structure or any damages that could happen, also they can go to them uh, and they will protect the interest of the investors. That's the first advice. My my advice to these uh, people in specific, uh, you have to bear with it. Uh, the good news is as soon as they finish all of the digging, which is the what you call the substructure, after that, things will be less noisy. Uh, and if it's a villa, typically it takes around a year to maximum a year and a half to be completed. So just uh, <laughs> uh, see it through. Yeah, see it see through. It through. Uh, and, and maybe speak to the owners. They're your neighbors. They're going to be living next to you for a long time. So find out who's the owner, speak to them, find a way to, you know, negotiate and, you know, work things out uh, to your, you know, advantage, win-win situation. I mean, so one other question here is that, you know, are, are the contractors or developers required to have relevant damage insurance? And how do we demand a copy of that insurance? Of course, insurance? They, they, all contractors must have it. It's part of their uh, licensing uh, requirements. Uh, and for every project, they need to have a guarantee. There's also a retention amount that's kept till the end. Um, if they're the actual owners of the land that the con- they appoint a the contractor, that should be part of the contract. 
if they're the neighbors, that's where I mentioned earlier, they need to get in touch with the master developer and they will assist them with this. Okay, so Hodder has gone in touch. Uh, and obviously off the back of us talking about whether or not you can buy property as, a, uh, as an expat in Sharjah, yep. Hodder says, can expats buy houses in Dubai? Of course. Uh, Dubai uh, <laughs> has been pioneering in this since 2000, uh, the early 2000s. Uh, it's been uh, the destination for anybody who wants to buy a freehold 100% ownership um, in any of the designated freehold, you know, projects in Dubai. So, yes, to answer her, anyone from any nationality, whether they're a resident or not, they can buy a property in Dubai in the designated freehold areas. Swati says, I'm looking for a small office. Mm-hmm. Which area do you recommend and is it better to rent it or buy it? Um, very good questions. Uh, first, um, I would recommend Business Bay because it's called Business Bay. <laughs> and it's, it's now actually called also uh, Burj, the Dubai area. So I would recommend it for anybody who's looking for offices. The reason why I picked uh, this is because they need to be in the center of the city. It's very close to downtown, close to the IFC, close to Sheikh Zayed Road. They have a very good network of uh, 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 public transportation, metros, uh, bus uh, stations, even the canal. They have taxis there. It's governed by uh, Dubai Properties as a master developer. Uh, I would definitely recommend she checks out Bay Square, which for me is the heart of Business Bay. It's a beautiful community. She can find options there for rent or buy. Whether she should buy or rent, it depends on her financial model. If you can afford and your business is established and you can afford to actually own your office, do that because you will be saving, I would say, a very major expense in any company, which is the rent. Uh, But if you feel that your money is better invested as a capital in growing your business, then rent. But in general, if you can afford to buy, definitely buy because prices of offices are only going to go up from now on. There you go. There you heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Mohanad Awadir, as always, Wolf of Real Estate. Thank you so much for your expertise and your thank time. You. So many questions coming in. Uh, he, as I said, uh, Mohanad will answer <laughs> them, including this one, which I think will matter to a lot of people about landlords giving me 12 months notice saying he's selling the property. Mm. Um, and basically everyone knows he just wants to increase the rent. Yes. So we'll be answering <laughs> questions like that and more. Uh, and if you missed the program, make sure you download the podcast. Just go to Dubaii1038.com and look for property today. Mohanad, see you next week. Thank you. See you next week.